everybody, whether you're the president of a company or the paperboy, everybody has the exact same amount of time. You and I both have 24 hours a day. No more, no less. The question is, what do you do with your time? Real quick, my friends, go get my new book. It's called The Power to Publish. And it's at the top of the page of zbooks.co at the link, my new book. And it's going to help you with all of your self-publishing needs. Okay, back to that podcast. Hello, my friends, and happy Sunday or happy rest of the weekend. It's a Sunday night in Germany, and I wanted to go over some of the self-publishing pillars. These are my lessons learned from over five years of self-publishing. And uh, some of them are counterintuitive, some of them you know, but they are all super duper important. So listen up, my friends. Number one, do it yourself. If you are a self-publisher, in the beginning, just do it yourself. Okay, this way you are instantly profitable on launch day. So a lot of people think they have to get an expensive editor and all of these proofreaders and stuff like that. And don't get me wrong, these things are important, but they can also be blocking points. So especially with your first books, uh, you will never get them finished if you think you have to do all of these things. And they're expensive also. Now, editors will make your book better, but they're super expensive. And you know what? Your first books probably aren't going to be that great. So do it yourself. There are ways to do it yourself without all of the expensive editors. And I show you how to do all of this stuff in my seven-day challenge. So you can go to zbooks.co and see more details about that. But do it yourself. Rule number one, pillar number one, do it yourself. This way you are instantly profitable on launch day because you have no cost to recover from expensive editors and proofreaders and et cetera, et cetera. So once that book starts selling, it's all profit. So pillar number two, do it now. Execution is the greatest differentiator between successful people and not successful people. Just do it. Perfectionism is a blocking point. It's terrible and it's a way to procrastinate. So done is better than perfect. But of course, never work in a vacuum. Just because you're doing it yourself and you want to get it done doesn't mean you work alone. You got to network, network, network. It's the number way to the top, period. Getting to know other authors and partaking in giveaways and lead magnet swaps where you're being introduced to other people's lists is the number one way to the top, period. So some people also call this word of mouth. Seth Golden has written a lot of stuff about this. Networking is the number one way to the top. So never work in a vacuum. Next pillar, validate everything you do. Pareto, 
the 80-20 law is a law. It's seriously a law. It's not some kind of guideline or something that we noticed. It's a law. And when you look at the distribution curves, inside the distribution curves, there's also distribution curves. So it's a fractal of itself. So as a self-publisher, you need to dominate one of the niches in the long tail, right? There's riches in niches. So this is something I have also noticed. Pareto is a law. One of my books makes 80% of the profit. So that has to do with validating, right? That's the way I need to go. That book is making money without any ads. It's my children's books. So I need to do more children's books. They make money without ads. Why am I doing all of these other things? That, that book is making money without ads, right? So validate everything you do. There are several ways to do this. The super easiest and free way to do this is by publishing a free book on Amazon. I call it the cheat sheet method. And of course, I teach that in my seven-day challenge. Just go to zbooks.co for more details, and I'd love to make your first book with you. Now, validate everything you do several different ways. The cheat sheet method and make a blog, uh, make a Facebook page network with people, uh, but the best way is to just publish it for free on Amazon, and then you'll get feedback from your readers. Make sure that you always have a link in that book to an email list or your blog or whatever, where they can leave comments and you can contact your readers. So validate everything you do. Don't waste your time on things that don't work. Cut them out, take out the emotion. I've got about 50 different pen names, and in the meantime, my kids' books are making money without any work, oh, well, extra work, right? So why am I constantly being distracted? It's very hard to do this. I'm not saying it's easy, but you got to do it. I've been self-publishing for five years. I'd rather do science fiction, but my kids' books are still just chugging along, making money, paying for all of my other endeavors. So what I should do is scale up my kids' books and make some real bucks. And then, then when I'm living the high life off of my children's books, then do my passion projects like science fiction. And after five years of writing nonfiction books, I really, really love science fiction. But hey, man, you know, the, like I said, if you've got one book making 80% of your money, that should be a signal to you, a very clear signal. It's super hard to take the emotion out of it, but I really need to stop doing all that other stuff. And I need to concentrate on my children's books now. And so should you, whichever book or genre that is, you need to concentrate on it. And when you get to this super comfortable point, whatever your freedom number is, that's when you start playing around with the other stuff, okay? So you need to validate everything you do. You need to concentrate on the ones that pass validation. <clears throat> and then you need to nail them and reinvest all of that money you make on the validated books, reinvest some of it into the books. You know what I'm talking about? Like paid advertisement. Okay, that's another topic. So validate everything you do. The Pareto law is a law. Next pillar, use free tools. You don't need expensive, hard to learn software. It will only block you. I mean, I couldn't imagine being dependent on one computer that has the right software on it, like Scrivener or Word. I can't handle that at all. It's a blocking point. And Google Docs, 
It's free and it's, uh, you can use it on any computer with a, a browser and their word dictation tool is just getting amazing and better and better every day. So use free tools. It's totally possible to make professional books with free tools. And I show you that in the seven day challenge on the zbooks.co blog or website. And not only that, you should use free tools, but you also don't need a thousand dollar course. These will just overwhelm you in the beginning. Uh, they're just way too big and way overwhelming. And then you have all of this pressure to recover your money that you, you paid on the $1,000 course. Now, don't get me wrong. Those courses are probably good. I've seen some of them. I know they're good, but it's just too much money in the beginning. Uh, what you need is a couple $20 courses, $50 courses, maybe even a $100 course. And maybe you need 10 of them. That's $1,000, right? But not in the beginning. So don't overwhelm yourself and then don't put pressure on yourself to make this one book so profitable. There are better ways and you can definitely use free tools. And I show you how to do that. Okay, next pillar, make something evergreen because these are going to be pillars in the internet forever. And not only that, but you can repurpose them. So. You make a really good book and then you make a, a video out of it or an audio book or you make a good video and then you make an audio book out of it and um, a print book out of it. And with video, you can repurpose it everywhere, YouTube, podcasts, whatever. So make something evergreen. And in the beginning, you're probably experimenting a lot, but don't be afraid to unpublish a book. I've done that too. So don't worry. You can always unpublish a book but you should strive to make something evergreen because the industry is very finicky. There are trends every day. There's a new trend. So if you're going to follow the trends, then you're, you're going to very quickly find out uh, that it's not worth it. So right now, for example, um, a very hot trend is lit. Uh, what is it called? Lit pig or lit, lit girl, literary, uh, games. Um, they're, they're, a, they're a genre where you write a book like you're in a video game. So you have real time power ups and all of this stuff, but it's a book. It's an ebook, right? And it's called Lit Pig, L I T P G or something. Literary personal person, first person games, something like that. Really hot, super hot niche right now. But if you then start writing just in that niche and then you're really actually a science fiction author and it's not really your favorite thing, then you'll quickly find out that, that maybe you hit it big a little bit in the niche, but then you can't sustain it because it's not like your real deal that you're into now or, or the trend is going down again, right? So you want to make something evergreen that you can get behind, okay? Because these things are pillars in the internet and they're going to be there forever if you so choose. And then you can build on them. Very important. Next pillar, you must learn to sell. You are a self-published author. You've got to do everything, the marketing, the selling. And don't confuse the marketing with your sales process. Marketing is just basically networking, social media, getting people to know, like, and trust you. I'm sure you've heard of that before. The sales process is, for example, your funnel, how to get people to a landing page where they then buy your book, okay? So 
everything that happens around that and above the funnel is can be generally called your marketing. I like to call it networking. So if you want to learn how to sell, the, probably the number one way is to do the Halbert. Gary Halbert is just this amazing guy. He's not with us anymore, but uh, he wrote these letters to his son when he was in jail called the Boron Letters. And his website is free, so you don't need to buy the book. Just go to his website. Just, just Google Gary Halbert and the Boron Letters, and the number one hit will be his website. Hard to navigate, though, but you can find all the Boron Letters on there and read them sequentially. It's just amazing. And basically, it's the same thing that now Grant Cardone does. He, he also has a, a wonderful free book. If you go to his website, uh, I don't know where the lead magnet is now, but um, and he's got a free book. And basically, the number one question is, who's got my money? Once you clarify that, then you know what to do. So if you are an independent author, the question becomes, who's got my list? Is it an influencer, uh, um, another author with 10,000 subscribers? Is it BookBub? Is it Amazon ads? Well, no, that's not list building, actually. That's not a list, but BookBub is a list. Kindle Book Review is a list. So who's got my list? Number one question as an author. And then do the math, right? That's another one. Okay, but I digress. So you must learn to sell. There are many ways to do this. My new favorite method is to learning to sell with stories. If you go to the zbooks.co blog, you'll see a really good post by Kyle Gray. I just interviewed him. He's the guy from the storyengines.co. And if you learn to sell with a story, it's not salesy at all. So it's really perfect for us authors. Okay. Next pillar is focus, 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 one, one, one. And this is from a Pat Flynn podcast when he interviewed, oh, another guy, Cole, I think his name's Kyle or Cole from Lead Pages. So just look up Pat Flynn and Lead Pages interview. So you got to get your verticals, right? So one traffic source, one product, and one conversion mechanism. So that could look like this. It could look like the traffic source is an Amazon ad, the product is your book, and the conversion mechanism is then the, the landing page, which is in this case, the Amazon sales page. So you have to choose one channel and nail it. And this is my personal problem, okay? I, I've got so many things going. I I just I just love the bells and whistles. I love to make new pop-ups, but I shouldn't. I should focus on one vertical, one product, one traffic source, one conversion mechanism. So right now, medium.com is really hot. And almost as hot as that is Quora.com. So you write posts in Medium or Quora, and then you make sure you've got your link in there that goes to your landing page. So for me, it's YouTube. I started with YouTube videos that go to my blog and my free lead magnets and also the free books in Amazon. So whatever it is, just choose one and nail it. So for example, if you want to see a good example of this, Shanta Grimes, she is just a medium master. 
And you go to Medium, look up Shanta Grimes in Google, and probably all of her Medium posts will be the first hits. So Shanta Grimes, she really shows you how to dominate Medium. And, and this is the thing, just choose one channel in the beginning, whatever it is, and make sure that everything you do focuses on that link to your landing page where people join for some kind of freebie and then they join your email list okay so whatever it is just choose one very hard to do but you got to do it okay now we're getting into the bonus slides the bonus pillars if you're like me you get distracted very easily so I consider this book mandatory it's called the one thing by Gary Keller and there are so many project management tools out there in time management techniques and all of that other stuff just read this book it's really just the one simplest thing start your day with your focusing question and whenever you're in doubt just go back to your focusing question so what is the one thing that when you do it will make everything else easier so that's an example of a generic focusing question okay what is the one thing that you can do today that will make everything easier and there are many versions of this question so you need to read the book and uh, because us authors are always looking for a simple method right well this is it the one thing you reduce everything down to one thing another way to say it is do less right so the one thing by Gary Keller, super awesome book. There are other books that I recommend, I think are mandatory, is The E-Myth. The E-Myth is also mandatory. And then another great book is Launch by Jeff Walker. And another one is Ask by Ryan Levesque. But start with the one thing, because man, there are so many time management methods and all of these, you know, living by quotes, all of these funny quotes, man. Just do the one thing and cut out all the noise, serious. If you can only read one book, make it this one, okay? What is your one thing? You gotta find out. And that's what you should be doing, right? It shouldn't be like, yeah, I've got five goals in life and then so every day I'm going to do, I'm gonna divide my day into five different segments. No, that's wrong. You got to find your one thing and then try to make your day 60% dedicated to that one thing. So he goes on about blocking times and stuff like that. Blocking times in your calendar. Very, very good. Uh, I mean, this whole book is good. Seriously, if you can only read one book about time management or success or all of that stuff, you know, just The One Thing by Gary Keller. I've got the ebook and the audio book. And I go back to it all the time. It's very good uh, because we need a simple method, right? Especially today, it's so easy to get distracted, which brings me to my next bonus rule. It's not a pillar. It's kind of like for advanced authors or intermediate authors like me, right, with intermediate syndrome. No new stuff. So pillar 10 or X no new stuff. I call it the no distraction law. If something is working, why try something else? Instead, go deep with the one. So this has to do with my very first or second slide about 
validating everything and sticking with the one, taking the emotion out, the Pareto distribution, take the emotion out and only do the ones that are worth it. So if something's working, why try something else, right? So no new stuff. Now this is my personal challenge. My first uh, successes were with YouTube and the free books, The Cheat Sheet Method on Amazon, and they worked like gangbusters. And I was getting, you know, 12, 20 subscribers a day between those two. You, you do a YouTube video, you put a free book on Amazon, and then you put all sorts of links in there to your website where they can get something for free, and it works like gangbusters. So why did I stop doing that? Instead, I should have used those things and then, for example, maximized the funnel or optimized the funnel. So, okay, they went and got my lead magnet. Then on the thank you page of the lead magnet, I should put something there, a side sell, an upsell, a downsell, whatever, whatever, to try to get them to buy it. So this is very important. You got to put something on your thank you page of your lead magnets, right? Wherever they opt into your lead magnet, it's a two-step process, right? They get your lead magnet, and then they go to a, a page that says, thanks, you know, the book or the lead magnet is on the way to your email inbox. While, before you do that, go check this out, this super awesome thing that you want too, right? And it has to do with what you just got for free. And this way, if you can sell them something on your thank you page, you can recover, you can make money with your funnel and recover any money that you spent on advertising. So this is the secret sauce that most people might not be telling you. If you put a side sell on the thank you page of your whatever it is, your lead magnet opt-in, right? Then you can make money and then the funnel pays for itself and then you can start running advertising to the lead magnet and then you can actually get paid for getting new subscribers. When it's all running properly and optimized well and converting well, you can actually make money off of it. So whatever your lead magnet is, if it's a free book on Amazon or the YouTube video that leads to a free book that they get for an email subscription, that process takes them right after the subscribe button into a thank you page. Thanks for subscribing. Now buy the print book version of this book that you just got. You see? So instead of going to new pop-ups uh, and new websites and new methods or Facebook ads or this or that, right? I should, have, I should take or you should take your funnel that is already working so the free cheat sheet on Amazon, which goes to the landing page on your blog. When that starts working and you start getting subscribers, and then you have some way to make a little bit of money, just a little bit of money off that first subscription, then you start looking at new ways to get more traffic to the top, right? The, the cheat sheet, whatever is the entry point into your funnel. So it might be Amazon ads, might be Facebook ads. I would, I would really super highly recommend networking with other authors, a lead magnet swap, right? Go, go find another author in your niche and say, hey, I will promote your lead magnet to my list and you promote my lead magnet to their list, right? It's almost free money, you know? So 
no new stuff, the no distraction law. If something's working, don't fix it. Don't try something else. Don't try a new pop-up on your website. Don't make a new Facebook page. Don't make a new quiz funnel. Just move more people to your lead magnet, the tip of the funnel, okay? So that's it today, my friends. I hope this helped you. And if you want to learn all of this stuff, you know what I'm going to say. Go to zbooks.co and join my seven-day challenge. It's a big, fat, orange banner on the right side. And you can also get my new book for free called The Power to Publish. <laughs> the Power to Publish. It's that flaming fist. However, if you're on mobile, you probably won't see the flaming fist. So you got to hit the menu navigation button at the very top and go to my new book. All right, my friends. Happy Sunday, and I look forward to seeing you at the top. Okay, my friends, if you like that podcast, then remember to go to zbooks.co and go get all the materials to start your authoring career. We have a seven-day challenge every week, so there's no excuse to not finish your book. And remember, please go to iTunes and upvote this podcast and Google Play. Okay, I look forward to seeing you at the top.